0: You're listening to the Chelsea Zerna podcast, a podcast that inspires conscious leaders to live meaningful lives and to get in touch with the deepest parts of the human experience. My name's Chelsea Zerna and I'm a woman's empowerment coach with the mission of rewilding the feminine back into society. Each week I have a conscious conversation with best-selling authors, inspiring leaders and spiritual light workers who aren't afraid to step into the unknown and explore the greatest truths of life. For listening. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. On this episode, I go deep into the learnings that I received from Bali, but at the end of the podcast, I tie this back into a societal issue that we're fundamentally trying to change. So please listen all the way through to the end. I really appreciate you guys all for listening. So I'm sitting in my room in Bali right now and um, this trip is coming to a close. I've been here about four weeks now, and um, three and a half, and I have about four days left. And last week, I was wondering what all the pain was for, like what my avasana was. And it had been a really, really intense uh, three weeks, and we held the retreat and I had a ton of stuff come up from the retreat. And then post-retreat, um, I also had a lot of personal things come up that I needed to work through. And I didn't fully know what the lesson was, or what I was even working through. I just knew that I felt pain and sadness, and like borderline depression. And I was like, "What the hell is going on? Like, I don't get it. What am I doing? I'm in Bali. I'm in the best, most one of the most beautiful places in the world, surrounded by incredible people. Like, what is wrong with me? Why am I? Why am I here? Wanting to be home. And I realized. I wasn't allowing myself to get really deep into the darkness because I just wanted to escape it. And so I wasn't really letting myself feel it fully and heal what needed to be healed. Every time I come to Bali, something needs to be healed. It's just without fail, it's just all right, universe brings something up. And if you don't deal with it, you're just gonna keep it in your body. And so and it's just gonna keep coming up. And it's just gonna keep hitting you. Like, okay, you're not dealing with this. Let's bring it harder. And so Megan and I decided to go to the Gilead Islands. And we were there um, two days of last week. And the first day that we got there, um, we were really tired. I had just been feeling really, like, tired in my body and didn't want to really do anything and kind of wanted to relax on the beach and in the back of my mind I was like I should be working I should be working but I need to relax because I'm so tired and so the place that we were at they created a bonfire and the sun was setting and it was really beautiful and so Megan and I started dancing around the bonfire and we asked these guys to take a video of us we're like hey like we take a video. It's amazing. We want to get the sunset in it. And they're like, yes, we'll take a video of you beautiful woman dancing. We're like, perfect. So after we asked them like, Hey, uh, what are your names? And one of them was like, Oh, my name's Alex. And then his friend goes, yeah, my name's Alex too. And then the guy next to them um, in the, the lawn chair next to them was like, That's also my name. How crazy. And then on the chair next to him, the guy said, that's my name. And so every single guy that was on that beach happened to be named Alex. And we're like, this isn't a coincidence because the night before the only person that we connected with from this party, this like ecstatic dance party, his name was Alex. And we spent the entire day with him. And we're like, what are the chances that every single person on this beach is named Alex? Like every single guy was named Alex on that beach. It was really crazy. And so, um, so Megan ended up talking to the last Alex, like, Oh, what do you do? And he's like, well, I'm getting into retreats. I'm actually here holding space as the masculine on this retreat. And Megan was like, Oh, we just ended up doing a retreat. And I could tell that she was attracted to him. So I was giving her space. And so she went off on a journey and played in the water with him. And so I was up at the shore with all the other Alexes, and I was like, man, you know, this really, this is really unfortunate. Like I had an intention of like being on the beach and like connecting with myself and spirit. And that's why I went to the Gillies to like spiritually connect. And I was like, dang, like it sucks. Like, I feel like I, I, I'm not doing this right now. And she's off like gallivanting with some guy and I was feeling frustrated. And I was like, what is the world trying to teach me? And all of a sudden I like walk into some dude's head and I like get headbutted. And I'm like, Well, that was the epitome of my night. And so the next day we wake up and we go back to that same beach because we're just like, This is a very powerful something is here. And Alex is there. And so Megan and Alex end up connecting and we decided to do a full like cacao ceremony. And so we do this cacao ceremony all together. And again, I want to spiritually connect. Megan wants to connect with him. And I'm feeling like a little anxious at this point. And all of a sudden, like we decide to all go to the edge of the beach and watch the stars. I look up. And the stars are so bright and so magnificent that we're in awe. And all three of us, our minds go crazy, and we start talking about everything under the under the stars. We were t- we were talking about like creation and spirituality and astronomy and astrology and all of these amazing concepts. And all of a sudden, I'm like intellectually stimulated, and then I'm like, "This is exactly what I was wanting the whole time." And all I had to do was just connect and not try to be by myself. Like I, I I actually just needed to connect and just surrender to the experience that was right in front of me instead of trying to make it into something I wanted it to be. And so we sat under those stars for maybe six hours. We were just in heaven. Like literally, we were looking up and like the the whole night we, we were watching the stars rotate, and all of a sudden at midnight the sun, or excuse me, the moon starts to rise above the volcano and we see all the stars shifting. And like a few hours later we see the moon and all the stars and it's like, we're watching the earth rotate. And we're like, holy shit, this is the most magical fucking thing because you never really get to see it, right? Like it just happens. But we were watching it and all the stars moving. We're like, this is fucking incredible. And we knew that the sun was going to rise, like, right, the moon was rising here, and we knew in, like, six hours the sun would be rising, like, right next to it, like, like, 30 degrees off, maybe not even, maybe, like, 10 degrees off, like, it was very, just splitting the volcano, it was crazy. And so that morning, Megan and I woke up, and we were like, you know what, we got one more swim at the beach, like, let's go. And we sit down and Megan has this massive realization about how this guy um, completely opened her heart. And she went deep into her own journey and she started bawling and she just went in the water. And she started like doing her kundalini yoga exercises that she always does. and She's like opening up her heart and just like getting into her energy. And I'm up there at the top and i'm just like thinking about like how amazing the whole weekend has been and like what i really got out of it and then all of a sudden out of nowhere it hit me like a bolt of lightning it was just like oh my god and i look at megan and i'm like holy shit i didn't realize the entire time megan was the embodiment of the feminine energy which is what i spent my entire year like seeking to get into I was like how can I get into my feminine energy more and I was looking over here and over there and Megan even said it that morning she's like Chelsea what you're seeking is right in front of you and I was like yeah I know everyone says that and then I realized like she this feminine energy is what I was really seeking like embodying that feminine energy within myself And, like, she was doing these practices the entire year, like waking up doing kundalini yoga exercises, like bringing energy into her hips, like channeling that kundalini energy. And I was not seeing it. Like, I was just like, let's work. And I was frustrated that she wasn't working as hard as I was. And I wasn't seeing that she had manifested me, this masculine energy that could work. And I manifested her because she needed to get into her masculine and I needed to get into my feminine. And I was just not seeing her because I was frustrated that I was always the one working and she was always the one playing. And like, I never picked up on her practices. Like I never picked up on the stuff that she was doing. Like she had cultivated these practices for like the last five to 10 years and like it wasn't natural, like it wasn't into like it wasn't natural for her to just start doing all of this. She had cultivated this, and then I was like not seeing it. I was just frustrated, and I wasn't seeing her, and I just had this whole realization hit me of like, "Oh my God, like I love her, and like I am an embodiment like i she is right there, like all of these practices. I know them because I've been watching what she's been doing, just not, it never clicked that, like, that is the feminine essence. And I just like ran down there and I like told her like, you literally changed my life. I need to tell you something. And she just like hugged me and she was just like, oh my God, like you see me like, yes. And the feminine wants to be seen. And I wasn't respecting or giving her space to be seen. I was just like in my own head, like thinking like, this is the way it needs to be. Like we need to do this and this and this and this. We need to work hard without ever realizing that she manifests into her life everything that she has by embodying this feminine essence and i'm just like holy shit what the fuck have i been doing and so we had this like moment of just like i like i'm I, i apologize i was like i'm so sorry and 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 i just i just i realized like i i wanted to learn from her like this whole time she had been like learning from me and like i've been doing like you know, creating her personal brand and doing all these things like creating her website and her social media and everything. And and I was doing the masculine and like teaching her, but I wasn't allowing her this space to teach me. I was like, yeah, I, I know it all, right? That was what my masculine was saying. Like, I know it. And I wasn't allowing her and giving her the space to open up and be like, I can teach you something like the feminine teaches by doing and being the feminine doesn't teach by talking. That's the masculine, like creating structure around what's happening. Like that's the masculine, like the being and the happening is the feminine. And sometimes the the feminine doesn't have words, right? Like the feminine just doesn't maybe is not even conscious that she's doing it. It's intuitive. She she was conscious that she was doing it because she had cultivated this, but she wasn't necessarily like communicating. And she also didn't feel she had space to communicate. So it's this entire revelation. And then the day later we get back. So we have to come back for this tantra workshop. And the first day of the tantra workshop, um, we do this exercise where we're in meditation. And um, we as a woman we have a conversation with our masculine energy and we're just like like for me it went like hey like what's going on like what are you needing right now like where like you've been wanting your feminine to come out like what's happening and i talked to my masculine and then i talked to my feminine and then i had this realization like holy shit I've been treating my own feminine energy the way that I have been treating Megan, not giving her space to speak, not allowing her, not really like giving that, that energy of voice, like trusting that intuition and like knowing that she's so wise. And my mind is over here just like, Trying to figure it out, right? Like, oh yeah, I know how to do this, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I'm so indecisive. Like, let me think about this all the way through and let me think about this scenario all the way through. My feminine is over here, like, she's, he's never going to get it. <laughs> and she's like so fucking wise and so intuitive. And he wasn't letting her communicate. And my feminine, my masculine, like, had this huge realization where he was like, I'm so sorry. Like, the same way that I was with Megan, that's how I was with my feminine energy. And she was like, oh, my God, you see me. Like, I've been here the whole time. And my feminine and my masculine like came together and literally it got to a point where they were just like confessing their vows to each other. Like I vow to love you. And like I unconditionally love you and I trust you and I cherish you. And they literally got married. Like I had a ceremony of my feminine and my masculine getting married. And then it progressed even further and they started making love. And like I, 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 I let my feminine totally surrender, which is something that I fear. Like with all of my like sexual encounters, I like being the one in power. And I like kind of having that masculine role. And I like just surrendered and let my masculine like completely like, you know, like t- like tie my feminine up and like let her like be like free in the way that she needed to be free and like surrender. Like, it was so fucking powerful. And afterwards, they played this song that was, like, um, it was, like, called Higher Love. Like, take me to higher love. You guys know the song. And, And so I just got up and I started dancing. Like, my feminine, my masculine started dancing together. And I was just, like like whispering in their ears, like, I love you. I trust you. And like, it was just this beautiful dialogue between the two while they were like slow dancing to this like song about it felt like falling in love with yourself. And I literally, I felt what it felt like to have unconditional love for myself for the first time. And that was been, that's been a hard journey for me. Like, I have a lot of self-love, but my masculine energy judges a lot and, like, is very mistrustful, like constantly questioning myself, like, not trusting myself, which is my feminine. Like, constantly questioning her. And I just trusted her. And, um... And later that night, I had a situation arise where a client that I was working with basically said, like, hey, you dropped the ball. Like, you've been in Bali. What have you been doing? And I was starting to freak out because I'm like, yeah, that's true. I did drop the ball. Like, I've been here being super present and healing, and, like, I haven't been working with her. And I had to come to terms with that. And normally my masculine would be like, fuck, and, like, freak out. and my and i decided to just like say i'm just going to ask my feminine she's so intuitive and wise like, what do i do this isn't something the mind can figure out and i dropped into my heart and i'm like i surrender to you what do you need and she just spoke and she was like it's okay know that you're not in integrity with it but it's okay there were there were certain things that happened in this uh client partnership that um didn't fully align with my feminine, and I needed to say something. And so like, subconsciously, I think that's what was happening. And I never checked in with my feminine to just ask like, what's going on? Like, why aren't we moving forward here? And she was like, I don't feel safe. Like, I don't feel like this is something that you need to communicate and express yourself because something's not aligned here. And, and so I did that and I checked in with her and I was like, okay, I trust you. Like I'm surrendering, like my masculine is surrendering to you. Like I, you know, and it was the first time that I didn't go into a reactive state and said, I was like, okay, let me breathe into this and like, ask her, like, what do I need to do? And she just immediately knew. And I was like, okay, (laughs) like I trust you. And I've been working on that for the past year and a half now. And not only like not reacting, but like I've been working on getting into my feminine energy and I've been doing it by judging my masculine energy the whole time. And like, I've been saying that that's what's happening in culture that like the feminist movement is all about like women like judging men and hating on men and i never really realized that and i'm kind of processing this now but like my feminine and my masculine internally were doing the same thing my masculine wasn't trusting or respecting my feminine and my feminine was resenting my masculine for it and societally this is also what's happening, right? Like the masculine isn't allowing space for the feminine to speak because he thinks he knows and he's not trusting her and her intuition because he doesn't understand it. Our society isn't taught that we're taught the masculine. We're taught to like use our minds and be very logical and that emotions are scary and that emotions are uncontrollable. And like, it's, it's not okay to show your emotions And the feminine is over here like the body knows, like the body feels, the body is intuitive. And like you never check in with her and you repress all of these emotions and then they stay there stagnant. And then you try to figure it out with your mind. Maybe some people go to therapy, some people do coaching, some people do all these things. And it's beautiful. But to really heal is it... It takes embodiment and it takes really releasing that from the body and that's the feminine. And so there's all these things that are happening right now in culture and in society and these things were happening internally with me. Ah, And this has to change. Like I feel very free right now internally and I feel like I unconditionally love myself. And I know it just happens, so it's a very new feeling, right? And a lot of things, you know, it's a process. But in society, this process also has to take place. We can't be having this polarity and this relationship between the masculine and the feminine. And the thing is, we have masculine and feminine internally within all of us. So right now, culturally, we are operating here in our masculine energy and across the nation and the United States specifically, we're having the same battle internally. (sighs) And that's my mission. And I've been saying it and I've been saying it, but now I really truly feel it. And now I embody it. And this has to shift. This has to change through dance, through movement, through any sort of emotional vulnerability and embodiment, anything that connects us to the feminine is going to release us from judgment, release us from pain, release us from conditional love. Thanks for listening.